0: It's Betsy with the Dickey Foundation, and you're listening to Dickey's Doing Good, the podcast where we tell good stories about good people doing good things in the community. I'm actually over at a store number one, our original Dickey's Barbecue Pit, which has been around for 81 years now, but more exciting, I'm getting a chance to visit with Warren of McClendon. Warren spent four years in the United States Navy before transitioning to law enforcement career that included the McGee and Brookhaven, Mississippi Police Departments. He also took a little detour through Bentonville, Arkansas. Nobody knows the company that's headquartered there. Uh, but, but, uh, more importantly, he is one of our newest Dickies barbecue pit owners in Arkansas. So thanks so much for joining me, Warren. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So for those folks who don't know you quite as well as I do, tell us about yourself, your (laughs) military career and how you came to be where you're at now.
1: Well, so started out down after high school, mom and I talked, um, with recruiters and she was really pushing more for me to go into the military. So, um, yeah. (laughs) And so, um so the persistency of the recruiter um kept going and going and going pushing for me to take the ASVAB which i think i took in school but probably didn't do so good on it so
0: yeah (laughs) okay and what is the ASVAB
1: so the ASVAB with a
0: crazy name
1: yes so the ASVAB is a skill uh not a skill test that they do to put you in different categories to see what jobs you're pretty much qualified to do okay so Yeah, so it kind of started from there, and I guess I did pretty good last Val, so next thing I knew I was flying out to Great Lakes. Well, so you gotta go to Jackson, Mississippi first to the MEP station is what they call it. Okay. And then from there you get tested and then you have to go down this line and get shots in both arms and then, they yeah then they send you off to the to boot camp.
0: So. Well, and you started your Navy career out as a cook, which is very full circle because we'll come back around to this. And, yes. and, and now you're going to own not just one, but four Nicky's barbecue fits four in Arkansas. Nicky's barbecues,
1: yes. I love yeah. that. that. That's so, fantastic. Yes.
0: We're so excited to have you join the family. Yes, so, thank you, thank you. So, so tell me a little bit more about your time uh, in the Navy and what all that entailed. And talk to me, I mean, this was join the Navy, see the world, and you really did.
1: I did, I did. So um, actually, I joined in 97. And, um, and uh, so I went down the Great Lakes, Illinois and froze down there, um, shoveling snow. Because <laughs> a, guy,
0: a guy from Mississippi doesn't want to be in Illinois.
1: Not at all, not at all.
0: <laughs> well, it was a high of 37 here Dude. in Dallas yesterday, and that, yeah. but you said it was worse in Arkansas, it right?
1: It was, like 18 degrees in Arkansas.
0: Oh, it's the silver linings right here. So by comparison,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd much rather be here. I love and it. So, um, yep, so spent spent... Uh, about eight weeks in Great Lakes, Illinois, and shoveling snow at two o'clock in the morning just wasn't my thing. Um, And so, went from there to San Antonio, Texas. A lot of different weather change down there. Um,
0: And landlocked.
1: Landlocked, (laughs) For the Navy. Yes, and so, uh, did time on the Air Force Base down there, learning how to cook. And so, um, and then um, I went from there to Norfolk, Virginia, to where I did my first um sea tour on the USS Austin. So
0: that that's fantastic. So uh, you know, I mean other than kind of mom pushing you out of the house telling you to get a job, kind of, what what drew you to that career in law enforcement well in the military.
1: So um just um me being a people person, you know, i said, okay, yeah, I can do this. Um, you know, um and 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 dealing with the different cultures and and all through school I was like the class clown anyway. So You know, everybody, and energy is what keeps me going. You know, I feed off of energy. So if they were laughing at it, I was doing it. So, yeah, (laughs) so, so uh, um, and so, yeah, so that's kind of what got me here. You know, um, military, I was, uh, like I said, I was started off as a cook and then transitioned into Master of Arms. Had a great, great friend that was in Master of Arms, and he kind of talked me into going over, so.
0: And so for people who don't know Master of Arms, you it's, get to play with the fun guns and the toys yes, and stuff, right? Yes. It's yes. little boys and the toys. Right, so. right.
1: right. But right. so
0: fun stuff there. Very fun. And Very that, fun. that's what that's what kind of made you think about a career in law enforcement though. Yes.
1: So um it did um, you know, I think I was infatuated with blue lights too.
0: Blue lights, okay. Yeah, I cool. think I was
1: infatuated with the blue lights.
0: Cool. Yeah. Blue light. cool. yeah,
1: yeah. So um so <laughs> So I got out of the military, um, came back home, started with Walmart. Um, I was actually unloading trucks, and um, and so I was kind of cheating the line of going into law prevention and, and with Walmart, and you know law enforcement at the same time having the two police officers come in, and I would talk to them every night. You know, of course me being a person, I talked to them, and they was like, <laughs> one guy actually, you know, he took me in and was like, yeah, this is my son right here, you know, and so um, he talked to the chief about me getting on the department. And so, um, and then I got a call from the chief, you know, they hired me part-time and so then I was transitioning into loss prevention at the same time and so, um, um, the police department asked me to go full-time and so I was like, oh, you know, you know, so. But I chose the police career, and it was it was amazing. I wouldn't trade it for the world.
0: When you spent almost 15 years in, yes. in policing, so what was the best part of that?
1: The best part of that was helping uh, community policing, um, being out in the community, going to the the uh, rough parts of the areas where um, the kids were uh, more challenged than you know. And so I would go over there, and we throw the football or. Played to let them know that, you know, the police are there for support and help. And, you know, um, and so, um, and just the helping people on the police side of it, you know, it wasn't all about writing like, tickets or a lot of people think <laughs> you just ride around in the AC all the time. I mean,
0: maybe, um, right? but, but yeah. I, mean, I, I love, I love your comment. They were talking about community policing. I'm a big fan of community policing mm-hmm. in the sense of, like having, having officers that have relationships with people in the community that way. Right. It, and and it, I can't even imagine how hard it is to be a police officer right now. Right. It, it just, it is so incredibly challenging. These right. folks are out there, uh, you know, waking up every day and fighting the good fight for us. Right. But, right. you know, the idea that when we see a bad story on the news and we do see the bad stories, we never see the good stories, We see the bad stories. Right. And right. it's it's the whole idea that like, well, that may bad, that bad thing may have happened, but I know Officer McClendon mm. or I know Officer King and, and I know they're not like that. Right. And so it really does make a difference when right. people know their local police officers. Right. It doesn't mean, you know, we may not have the we may not have enough officers where, you know, the guy on the beat knows everyone on his beat, but it, it's the idea that it's like, hey, I know that police officer, police officers are good. I know good people that, that are doing that. So I, I love that.
1: And so the, the impact that we have, I'll tell you a funny story. So um, we worked like, um, I had the four to 12 shift. Um, and so that was coming from the school, going to the police department. And so after we would get off at midnight, we, I had a couple officers and myself, we would go out to the park, turn the lights on and shoot basketball, of course. Okay. And so um, it started off with three officers, but, and it was in like the challenging neighborhoods, you know, where mm-hmm. everything was getting broken into, everything was, you know. And so, um, so we would go and it started with three officers. And before we finished, we had kids that was there playing I'm talking about midnight. It's and a little after
0: curfew, but we'll look the other way yeah, on that.
1: Yes, we will. If they're there with us, we they're there having fun. <laughs> That's all we cared about. You know, I love if they wasn't getting into mischief. Mm-hmm. They wasn't doing anything wrong. They was out having a good time, doing what they love. I love so, that, and yeah. I
0: love I love that you you you're, you're so so he, he's so excited about helping mm-hmm. young people. And I know as part of your time in policing, you, you also did some time as school resource officer. Yeah, I did talk to me about that. Okay. And you, you were you which school were you with?
1: So I was with Alexander Junior High. It's so this is a, middle school. It's a middle school.
0: Okay. And, and they're mascots of tigers. So if these folks from this middle school come see you in the and they want to show you to say, go tigers, yes. we'll hook them up with a free sandwich. They you will, hear me for, hear to hear first, folks. Yes. Um, but yeah, talk, talk to me about working with these middle schoolers.
1: So um, working with middle schoolers, we challenging. Um, they are um, building trust um, with them is a challenge. But once you have their trust, Um, Once they know they can come and talk to you, then it it, it makes it easier. Um, um, I had some children that you know you just grow attached to them. Mm -hmm. You know, just it's and that's a part of it. You grow attached to them. You love them. Um, Had a little guy named Josh. He would follow me around. He was a special needs kid and he would follow me around. Officer McClendon, I'd go to his class and say, hey, Josh, come on, let's go check the premises. And he'd jump out of class and he'd come with me and we'd go walk through. Well, that
0: sounds way more fun than math.
1: I know, right?
0: I I love that. I love that relationship and building that trust. I mean, uh, but as a school resource officer, sometimes these young people are coming to you with real issues, real problems, real things that, quite frankly, have have to go higher, whether it's a principal, whether it's law enforcement. (laughs) How do you deal with that and how do you deal with kind of not violating their trust in in that way
1: so if they're coming with a problem um i would just basically up front let them know that you know it's something that's very serious that we need to pull someone else in on then this is where it's going to have to go um you know i, I i'll definitely listen to them but i let them know up front if it's more serious than me, if it's more serious and I need to take it further, then we'll have to. And I've had several cases to where um, you know, whether it was abuse, whether it was drugs, whether it was, you know, alcoholism, weapons, you know, um, I've encountered all of those you know, um, where either they saw someone they were being abused, uh, they knew someone that was being abused that didn't want to say anything. So yeah, I would take it to the you know to the principal or to the department of human services you know uh-huh. but in keeping their trust i let them know up front that this is what we're going to have to do uh-huh. and i give them the steps and let them know that i'll walk with them through the whole process so just still not dropping them after they come and tell you something dropping them off to this person or that person just let them know that you'll still support
0: throughout the process so. absolutely i mean and i think those relationships are, are just so important what, what would you say kind of the most misunderstood thing about being in law enforcement was?
1: Um, misunderstood? Um, probably the purpose. Okay. How so? Because people think, you know, you get an law enforcement for one thing, um, you know, which my my main purpose was to help people, you know, um, but people think it's just the right tickets or just to, you know what I mean, just to arrest what they call <laughs> it, you know. Um, right. You know, get women or men, you know, it's just, you know, it's, so yeah. They, and for you,
0: I mean, it was really about helping people. It was really
1: about helping people. I
0: love it that. Was really I, about helping I, I, I very much love that. So yeah. what, what would you tell someone, whether it was Josh, whether it was one of your children, what would you tell someone who was interested in following in your footsteps?
1: I would tell them, let's not do law enforcement right now, if they wanted to do that. Interesting. Because, because um, it's just so, it's so bad out there and, 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 um, you know, um, I would definitely encourage let's school, mm-hmm. let's you know, let's go to school. I'm I'm a, I'm a big on education, mm-hmm. big on education. Um, but if there's a dream that they're following, go at it wholeheartedly. You know, just follow your dreams. If you want to follow in my footsteps, I'll show you the way. You know, we'll own Dickies everywhere. Right? <laughs> exactly.
0: I was going to say, you got four Dickies. Yes, we'll own Dickies three everywhere. three kids. I feel yes. like you and each of the kids yes. can each say, you got this. We'll
1: own Dickies everywhere.
0: I love this. Yes. I, I love it. So, it's, it's a family business. Yes, like, it is. Are the kid, gen- are, so, so, are your kids excited about the They're Dickies? They're very excited. All right, it's, Have they had uh, Dickies barbecue before?
1: No, they haven't. What? So, so, I'm kind of saving my openings for some so, my 23 and 20 year old, you know, they have their own lives. They're doing their own thing, but when I have my opening, I'm going to have all of them there. And, and then they'll be like, they're going to get this, like, surprise, you know.
0: So were you that dad who was barbecuing and grilling a lot of homes? was. Okay, I so was. what's your
1: specialty? What are you known for? So I was known for, actually, it wasn't barbecuing, that my, I'm known for my fried chicken.
0: So, okay. Yeah, so okay. Well I like known. this. I'm well known. You know, I've seen places to do like smoked fried chicken. So maybe like smoke the chicken mm-hmm. and then we fry mm-hmm. it. Fried. I feel like we got a local favorite coming mm-hmm. here right there. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go see Warren. In, in right. So we'll make that happen. I'll right. Like that. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right. So thinking back, kind of on your on your law enforcement, your military career, can you think of an experience that maybe really kind of touched your heart or changed how you did things?
1: Hmm. Um, just the perception of um, the perception that people get about law enforcement um, made me want to you know you know first of all be a better me you know um, you have to look in the mirror every morning and be pleased with who you're looking at you know um, and just you know like I said just treating people you know treat people the same you know no matter what I look at it like um Um, I see, uh, I treat people like, if my mom or my family needed help, you know, I would want somebody to help them. So that's how I try to treat people. Um, um, And that's the way I carry myself in law enforcement. Um, It was all about being there and being the, you know, whether it's being the voice of reason, whether it it was an accident. Um, I had an encounter with a lady had an accident and well it was actually her and her husband had a really bad accident I was the first one on the scene normally when you're the first one on the scene that's that's the bonding mm-hmm. you know and I was the first one on the scene and this really you know changed it really gave me a, a, a different outlook on life um, because I, I got there and she was terrified um He was driving and she uh, got my name and she was, you know, I was trying to talk her through it and he was talking as well. But um, she was like, are you gonna follow us to the hospital? She she wanted me to follow her through the whole process. And I told her, I said, yes, I will. I said, I will. I said, let me get some officers here. When the ambulance got there and her husband actually ended up dying. But I, I, I sat there and watched him take his last breath. You know, and 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 that's that's the kind of um, things that you know. It was a terrible situation, but I made her a promise, and I was going to carry out my promise. And so that's just you know one of the things that, to me, we as people need to do, You know, we need to be there for each other. You know, and so um, just you know. that's
0: that's some pretty incredible dedication yeah. there. Yes. And I mean, and thank you so much. You you have helped so many people. Mm-hmm. Over, over your career who would you say are kind of two or three people who have really helped you
1: <laughs> first of all it would be my dad okay um, my dad was
0: very inspirational
1: um, i just lost him last february um but he was a very big inspiration on my life um i'm a very faithful man to god um you know um, he's been a you know of course been a big you know, have to my life. Um and I'd have to say, um my founder, my pastor. Um, yeah, he's he, he's a very big influence on my life too. But they kind of know that I'm gonna do what I want to do. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're just gonna guide you and keep you kind of between the rails.
1: Right, right. Let's keep it between the between the lines.
0: <laughs> okay, so so you, so you had you had you had a military career, you had a law enforcement career, and now it's your next chapter, Dickies. Yes. Okay, talk to me about this. How did this happen? And and, and you're you're jumping in. This is no sticking your toe in the water. It's four stores. Let's I do it.
1: No. Okay. So have been looking at franchises, have been looking for a while. Um, and you know, you have the ones that was Cindy's, you know, it's just like running. So I was a finance manager at a car dealership. Okay. So it's just like, you know, okay, let's put Miss Betsy in and let's see who's gonna approve her, right?
0: So it's kind of like that. And I'm going to get so much spam. Right. My financing offers. Oh my gosh. Right. No. Please don't put me in your computer. Right. Okay. So you put yourself in everybody's computers and you got all the spam. I did. And Dickie floated to the top. Well, uh
1: oh. I found a number.
0: Okay. This is how
1: I I, I, I knew it was all fake, right? So everybody else, they would say, We're going to get back to you. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. So Dickie's actually found a number. Uh I said, I'm going to call this number called a number. He was like, okay. He said, I will have somebody in touch with you and just a little bit. So at that time, I was like, okay, you know, well, here comes Jason. Okay. Jason is very persistent. Yep. I like Jason a lot. We clicked and so he was, we, we talked and no matter if it was nine o'clock at night or nine o'clock in the morning, he was there. He was on point. And so um, it's just kind of Dickies just kind of stood out the culture um, after reading about it. The um, everything just kind of stood out with Dickies. And so I was like, yeah, this is kind of, and everything just started unfolding, okay. you know, kind of unfolding, yeah. falling in line. So um, all the other. I was calling and kind of put them on block and just like, yeah, we're going to go with Dickies. Okay. So, yes. I love that. Yeah.
0: that that's fantastic. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> so. <laughs> so so I've got to ask, what's your favorite Dickies meat, favorite Dickies side? Ribs. Ribs. Okay. Ribs with a side of ribs. I mean, you can ribs, do that, but...
1: Ribs, fried okra. Oh yeah. Macaroni and cheese. Yes, you'll have me. Every I like time. that.
0: I like that. I feel like that's an excellent combination. You have me every people, time. People hear me talk about it all the time. I get worried. Like, like my favorite two sides that we do are mac and cheese and baked potato casserole. But I feel like if I order those, I'm definitely being judged because mm-hmm. um, it should be because that's just so many carbs. But right. you know, I'm like, I'm like oh, well, that's too many carbs. I, I can't do that. Uh, but fried okra, at least it's green, then it's fine. Um, it's totally fine. This is a health podcast now. Um, right. Yeah, health food. Let's talk all health food. Uh, So so speaking of food, at the end of our interviews, I always do our lightning round. I'm going to give you two choices, and you're going to give me your favorite. Okay. All right. First one, we kick it off easy. Yes. Barbecue beans or jalapeno beans? Barbecue. All right. Sweet or unsweet tea? Sweet. Okay. Good. Cool. You can keep your Southern boy card because I mean I've had people like unsweet. I'm like, wait, what? Why? I think, yeah. I, I, if
1: I told you some of the foods I've sweetened, you'd be like, "Oh my God! Wait a minute." Okay, no. what's
0: the weirdest food you've sweetened? You were a cook on the Navy, so I, I'm like, I'm wondering what you sweeten there. Greens. Okay. I
1: put sugar in greens. A little bit. All right, I can see it. Grits. Okay. Rice. Fair. Oh Okay. Um.
0: Uh. Macaroni and cheese. Okay, I mean, that's weird. <laughs> I came out. I felt real judgy. I'm sorry. I, yeah, but. All right. Message us. Let us know what you think about putting sugar in mac and cheese. I, I think that's a no-go.
1: Right. So but if you do black-eyed peas, macaroni and cheese, mix them together, put a little sugar on it. Oh, it's awesome.
0: All right, y'all need you need to try it. it. He's doing some mad science stuff over here. Okay. Okay. All right. So back to our liner. Okay, okay. So chopped brisket or sliced brisket? Chopped. Okay. Sauce or no sauce? Sauce. Let's like do the sauce. like everywhere, sauce like Megan messy sauce. Just a little side sauce on the side.
1: Maybe the sauce on the side. Sauce, on the side.
0: sauce on the side. I'm, I'm team sauce on the yeah, side. Let's I do mean sauce like on sauce, the side. sauce is good, barbecue it needs to on its own. Yeah. I mean like yes. I got to tell you, I think our jalapeno cheddar sausage, mm-hmm. they can do it all on its own. Right. I mean, a little sauce right. is nice. Like spice mm-hmm. it up a little extra spicy. Oh, this is good. Yes. Sauce. All yes. All spicy. All spicy. All about it. But hey, okay, brisket or full pork? Full pork. Oh wow. Well. This is not a Texas thing. Oh, OK. And, uh, OK. So go on.
1: Um, there was this little restaurant in Miss- Menlo, Mississippi. Uh-huh. And oh my god, their pulled pork was so nice. That's what got me on that.
0: OK, so, it got you, got you into pulled pork, all right.
1: And well, I mean, really...
0: no disrespect. Our pulled pork is is fantastic. It is. It's I just, I so regularly get brisket is the only answer on that.
1: But the brisket is
0: wonderful. Yes. <laughs> accurate i also think the chicken is our sleeper hit yes yes exactly yes. like you want to be surprised how our chicken is freaking delicious yeah. okay and the last one uh i think this this one gets controversial too ribs or wings
1: oh mm, let's do gotta i gotta go Ribs.
0: there you go i gotta go i'm to all ribs. about it too. Yeah. I'm, I'm team ribs today i'm on it you gotta go with the ribs absolutely you go the ribs. <laughs> there you go so awesome. well y'all thank you so much for joining us today my guest today has been warren mclendon yes. go see him at one of his four dickies barbecue pits in arkansas he yes. is in lowell he is in rogers he is in fayetteville and little rock so we are excited to have him joining the Dickies family uh thanks so much for your time anyway. thank you so much for having me awesome all right